0: Adversity came, I could have fell apart, but I chose instead to follow my heart. When adversity comes, I will never run, I will adjust, adapt, and overcome. Vision Hello, everyone. Welcome, one, welcome, all to your one stop shop, your place for everything empowerment. I am your host, Tariq Williams, and not only I and vision of hope but we are vision of hope let's get into it so it's been a little while it's been a little bit everyone since i've been here um i've missed you all hello to my fellow visionaries how are y'all doing today how how y'all doing tonight whenever you're listening um so this is a place for everything empowerment right um, I've been gone for a while. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that today and go over the title of the video. And we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. But the thing is, once again, this is about empowerment, not just for one, but for all of us, all of us includes myself. And so um, we're going to have that conversation today. So this podcast is going to look a little bit different. Uh, and it is, I'm just going to talk to you all a bit. A bit about where I've been. So we're just gonna have a we're we're gonna talk. We're gonna we're we're gonna talk, we're gonna hang out. I'm going to put my phone on mute. All right, so let's get started. So I haven't been on social media since probably a week or two before um the holiday season before Christmas, I am, I needed a reset. I needed to take a break. And I've talked a little bit on shorts and things like that about the importance of, you know, sometimes you got to take a rest, right? Sometimes you got to rest a little bit. I had had my, my masterclass webinar that I, that I did, which went really well. Um, I had, you know, some conversations with different clients working with them, um, different things and like, Um, different roles I'm doing, different projects I'm working on. But I just wanted to take a few days to give myself a moment. I think it's important that we all... See, the way that I was wording this was to take a moment to check in with yourself. But when we talk about checking in with yourself, this isn't just a one-time thing. This isn't just a once-every-so-often thing. It's something that needs to happen consistently check in make sure that you're doing all right and so i was doing that but then i needed to do a little bit more so i took a step back i was gonna be off social media for a few days and we'll we'll come right back with the vengeance empowerment you know we do here and just enjoy the holiday just enjoy the holiday And so I talked to you all a little bit about, well, before I get into that, just emphasizing the importance of rest, emphasizing the importance of grace, emphasizing that you give yourself what you need so you can be the person that you want to be and the person that you are, because that person's freaking fantastic. Let's get it. Um, (laughs) Now, after that, you know, planning on what it was going to look like to get back in the consistency. And a couple days after Christmas, I got a text message. Around the time I was getting ready and I'm giving you all the full story because I I, I truly believe that, that this transparency is important. I want you all to know me, who your mindset coach is your podcast host is get to know me on that deep level i i really feel like this is a place where we can all be ourselves and so how can i ask you to be yourself in the comments or in conversations etc if i'm not going to do the same here so that's what we're doing here tonight today whenever you're listening um so um a couple days after christmas I received a text message and I was getting ready to go to the gym um, and the text message said that my sister wasn't doing well. And so for those of you who don't know um, what was going on with my sister, I'll put a clip. I talked about it on a podcast episode months ago, actually. Um, she got diagnosed with cancer six months ago. I'll play a clip from that podcast. So if I could share a bit of a personal story with you all. So about a month and a half, two months ago, I'm sitting in my office getting ready for a few more clients to come in. And um, I get a phone call from my sister. And it's literally maybe 30, 40 seconds before I I hear my clients walking into my office. Um, So I'm thinking I'm gonna get them together and then call her back in like five minutes. And then after that, she calls again when I missed the call. So then I know, okay, something is going on. So I answer the phone. And um, she lets me know that about 15 minutes before she called me, 20 minutes before she called me, that doctors just came in and diagnosed her with stage four cancer. And that they found it in a couple different places of her body. And they're working on trying to understand what treatment is going to look like. And so she got diagnosed with cancer about 6 months ago, 6 7 months ago and it was um it was shocking. You know, didn't know what to do, but once again just try to show up in any way that I could for her and give whatever I could in that moment. Um in that and in, in that time. And so in moving forward Um, let's go to now, a couple days after Christmas, I got a text message while I was getting ready to go to the gym, and the text message said that doctors recently reached out and said that my sister only had two weeks to live. And even talking about this right now is still, um, I'm still in a lot of shock. I'm still at a place where I'm trying to figure out where all my emotions are. Um, and so I got that text message. I took a deep breath. And... I said to myself, I just I, I need a release. I need a release. I need a release. Um, I'm not exactly sure what to do at this moment, but I just need to I, I need to move. I need to I need to escape a little bit. And so I went, I, I, I got on my city bus. Um for those of you if it's your first time here, um I'm blind, I don't drive. So I <laughs> walked To the bus stop, and I went to the gym. I went to the gym, did my workout, I ran, I, um, you know, did my thing, and just got got a little bit of a release, and I came back home after hearing that she had only two weeks to live. My my immediate thought process was that I, I need to get to Maryland. I live in Arizona. I need to get to Maryland to be there for her. Get to the hospice care as quickly as possible. Booked a flight for about a day and a half later. Um... And about a day or so later, just the best flights that we could get and did that thing, did the whole thing. And the next day, I get a phone call that everything's changed. That two weeks to live turned in to two days. And it was, I didn't know what to say. Um, you know, all I knew was that I had to be there. And through all that, I got the opportunity to FaceTime my sister. And through all that, she she said to me on FaceTime, that despite the circumstances i'm excited to see you i um i i don't know so you know got out there i got out there um i <laughs> Got out, got got out to to Baltimore. Got out to Maryland, and um, got to the hospice care. And I could tell that she she did what she said. She she was excited to see me. The point where she started coughing a little bit, I was like, "No, don't cough!" Like, I didn't, you know what I mean? I I, I you could tell that she was in some pain. Some is an understatement of the year. Um, all the pain, quite a bit, and. I was able to hold her hand. We were able to talk. Um, we we even shared, even though she wasn't able to talk much, we shared a couple jokes. Um the day that I the, the night that I the, the day the night that I saw her, that that day when we first got off the plane, um I said to her. You know, um real quick, if if you know who my my football team is, drop it in the comments, I'll send you a hoodie. Um but I I got the opportunity. I told her, I said, "Hey, you know, I'm hanging out with you right now and you know my football team is playing right now." And she had it from, from what I understood, she didn't talk much that day, but when I told her that I could be watching my team right now, but I'm hanging out with her, you know what she told me? She said to me, don't worry about it, Tariq, you're not missing much. (laughs) So we laughed, and um, that was pretty funny, and just got to be with her. I just got to be with her. And... And spending that time with her, and it it, it was great. It, it really was. And stayed overnight in the hospice care center and woke up the next morning and, you know, just held her hand in her room. And while she was being fed that morning, she took a few bites of food, and she got to a point where she didn't want any more. And... I'm telling you all this because it. I, I think there's a lot to learn from this from this story, and I'll, I'll get into exactly what the title is in a moment. But I just want you all to understand something here. So she took a few bites of food, and it was as if anybody else was hungry and stuff like that. She got what she didn't want anymore, but you could tell that she was trying to say something. And then she was like, oh, no, like, they were were like, Dakotia, what is it? What are you trying to tell us? And all she said was, Tariq. To the point where basically what she was saying was, through all that, all the pain she was going through, she wanted to make sure that I was eating, that I was okay. Now, I can't begin to tell you all like the how my heart felt in that moment. Um, I, I know we all have siblings, friends and family, loved ones, everything like that. But in the pain that she was going through, her concern was if her little brother was eating um and i was like no i'm good i'm cool don't worry about me i'm good um i mean if i'm being honest i i was in a weird place of wanting to eat or not eat or whatever i i just i I was good i was good but to have someone be in that much pain and still be worried about you and everything like that like i i've heard people talk about oh like i Oh, I I care about you, you know, but but that that's a different level of caring that I'm not too sure we all completely understand. And so a conversation I'll have with some people sometimes is I'll ask them to define well, well, what is love? Like what does love mean? And then we 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 talk about love and like what it actually means and the, the definition on a surface level that's not what this episode is completely about but i'll say this when i think of the word love in a sense i think about oh like i'm gonna sacrifice um happiness or what have you sacrifice something so that you know the person that i love will be okay and be cared for etc right in a nutshell that's not what this episode about maybe we'll talk about what love is, quote unquote, another time, but that was um something I'll hang on to, something I'll hang on to. So I was there most of the day, and then I, you know, it's it's funny because we we joked the entire way a bit, and you know, got to share a laugh here and there, and I I said to her, you know, and um, my nephew. My sister's son he is he's seven years old, and he he speaks his mind. uh my nephew speaks his mind. there's no doubt about it. and you know if if I'm not looking good, like he'll he'll let me know <laughs> if if I'm not looking good or if something's going on, he'll let me know and so i told uh, I told my sister, hey, I'm gonna go." I'll be back. But if I don't go shower soon, oh, we both know your son's going to let me know that I'm not smelling good. <laughs> so so I headed back. I, I rested a little bit um, and went took a shower, came back for New Year's. And I, I got to spend New Year's Eve to New Year's Day uh, bringing the New Year with my sister. Um New Year's Day itself she um things had changed. Um she was pretty I say pretty much she was she was unresponsive and um you know I didn't want to leave the room and stayed with her they wanted to to move her and um that was that was um the the, the beautiful soul my sister is um that was her her last day now i that's where I've been. I've been dealing with this, um, giving myself that grace, giving myself that, the ability to, to cope, to grieve, and I, I, I couldn't just come back and start talking about mindset and everything like that, because this has been on my mind, and I, I wanted to get this out there. Um, I, I, I can't sit here and tell you all that I haven't been struggling with it. Um, my sister, she was 34 years old. And this has been, for me, um, pretty difficult. It's been a few weeks now. And it still doesn't feel real? And so, the title of this podcast episode today is um, How to Handle the Loss of a Loved One. Now, if you clicked on this episode and... Expected maybe there's two reasons why I can think of where you may have clicked on. Um, the first one being you're interested in the story. Tariq, where have you been? Okay, well, now you know. Um, the second one being, okay, you know, maybe you relate, maybe you want to get some information, maybe you want to understand how to deal with losing a loved one. Um, I have to be honest with you all. I, I don't truly believe. I, I, I can't tell you that I have the answer. But what I can tell you is that I can give you my lived experience, tell you my story, and maybe you can take something away from it. So I have a lot of thoughts on here, and maybe I'll put some more in the description. and put some notes up here maybe um for the for the youtube audience but some of the things that i'm thinking about is allow yourself to feel allow yourself to feel allow yourself to have feelings you know i have been working through it And there were some moments where I would get emotional and break down a bit. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, I have to be good. I have to be good. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not be good. Whatever it is you're going through, if it's a loss of a loved one or whatever it is, no one can be perfect and on it all the time. And so, you know, I I think it's important for everyone here to understand that. So... It's okay to feel. It's okay to not be okay. So feel what you're going through. Allow yourself to feel. Give yourself that time to grieve and, and, and go through that. Um. Surround yourself with, with some real ones. Surround yourself with some real ones. I, I gotta be my sister was a real one, you know, she, she was a real one. She, she was great. She was fun. She kept it real with me. She always looked out for me. Um, she was a real one. And, and I, 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 you know, I surround myself with some real people, you know what I'm saying? And there've been some, some great support groups and, you know, I've seen the comments you all left me on Instagram. Thank you all for all that, and everybody who's been there for me. You know those comments, even just the, even just the emojis, um, <laughs> have been great. They've been great. Um, and so, surround yourself with a community. Surround yourself with some great people. You know, whatever it is you're going through, you don't have to be alone. You don't have to be alone. And I, I, but I mean, for, for me, you know, there, there have been moments where I, I wanted to be alone. I just wanted to just sit and the, the times where I have been the most, you know, in my feelings a little bit is when I just get to listen to some music and just really think and kind of recognize what's going on. So surround yourself with those people, allow yourself to feel, allow yourself to grieve, allow yourself to not be okay. Cause cause that's okay. You know, when i think about what my brand is what i do with this podcast what i do as a mindset coach my sister believed in what i did and ultimately a lot of this comes down to this i i want to be the person who she believed that i was that i am and she believed in what i did she believed and we are vision of hope and you know we we would have conversations about You know what I did and there was even a moment where she wanted to start a podcast and we would joke about that and what that would look like and everything and have fun and so many great moments. But I I don't know if I can completely tell you all how to deal with the loss of a loved one because I don't know if... we're all different we're all different so give yourself what you need and then from there be the person that you are be the person that they wanted you to be because they they loved you they loved that person my sister loved me and and I know that and she um she she was a light, not just a light, a chandelier and even and, and, and then some um always looked out for me, so if I can leave you all with this, I know this episode was a bit different today, but um but i I want. I'll I'll tell you all. I'll tell you all because I know my sister already knew this. That I love her and that I'll continue to do so. And for her seven-year-old son, I'm going to be the best uncle I could be. And so I'm telling you all Not to sound cliche, but just to be real. Tell the people you love that you love them. And then show them. Like my sister showed me. And to the audience here, I love you all for being here. Thank you for being here. And we're going to have a great 2024. We're going to be that... there's someone out there right now that just sees the world in you. They know, they they recognize, they know how amazing you are. And some days you're not too sure if you're that person, but you are. I am. We all are. We are vision of hope. And so if I could leave you all with this. Don't only be that person. You are that person. Dakota, I love you. Thank you for being you. And I'm going to continue being me. Not only I am Vision of Hope, but we are Vision of Hope. Adversity came. I could have fell apart, but I chose instead to follow my heart. When adversity comes, I will never run, I will adjust, adapt, and overcome. Vision!